0: Hi, this is Mark, and thank you for joining me today on Words of Truth. appreciate you joining me today. I'm going to talk about self-esteem because I think it's something that's being misunderstood and even abused in our day today. A lot of people use the words self-esteem to encourage people to be, well, whoever they want to be, even if it's harmful for them to think of themselves in some particular way that isn't even true about them at all. And other people use the words as a way to simply, well, make themselves feel better, even if they aren't, or in an attempt to, well, even get ahead in the world. Now, self-esteem is about how we think about ourselves and how we value ourselves, but only when it's in a healthy way. One definition of self-esteem is a person's overall subjective emotional evaluation of his or her her own worth. What does that mean? Well, that means that someone with low self-esteem considers themselves to be of little worth, And someone with high self-esteem considers themselves to be of great worth. Now, that's uh, to say it in the most basic kind of a way, and and that's all good and well, but the problem is that much of the world takes its self-esteem from things like how wealthy they are or what they look like or what kind of job they have and if they're popular and what kind of relationships they have, etc., doesn't take an expert to see that if we get our self-esteem from those kind of things that our self-esteem is going to rise and fall based on how we're doing in those categories and especially in comparison to others. So let's look at what the Bible, God's word, has to say about self-esteem and how we should determine our wealth, our worth rather. And yes, the Bible does say some things about self-esteem. Now, the term self-esteem or self-worth aren't actually found in the pages of Scripture. Uh, some people have proclaimed themselves to be self-made. Have you heard anybody say that? I have. Which means that their worth is derived from themselves. But you know, no one is truly self-made. That, that just doesn't exist. Number one, everyone is where they are today because there has been somebody else beside them or under them pushing them up to that position. In order to create yourself, furthermore, you would need to exist already. (laughs) And if you existed already, well, you wouldn't have to create yourself. You see, self-creation is a logically impossible thing to obtain to. And the Bible has testimony to this fact. The fact is that we're made by God and in the image of God. And that's a truth that needs to be the basis for our self-worth. King David wrote in Psalm 139 verses 13 and 14, for you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. Now, that's not a reason for pride, but it's a reminder that worth doesn't lie in ourselves, but in the powerful working of God. Acts chapter 17, verse 28 says, In him we live and move and have our being, as even some of your own poets have said, for we are indeed his offspring. And so, if we're made in the image of God, why do so many people struggle with the issue of worth? Well, the answer is simple. It's called the fall. You see, when Adam and Eve disobeyed God in the Garden of Eden, the image of God in them became shattered and marred. Now, the image of God is still there. Everyone is still created in the image of God, but it's been damaged so that it doesn't look the same. At one time, Adam and Eve walked naked in the garden without shame, but after they sinned, well, they covered themselves, and mankind has been covering themselves ever since. We cover ourselves with shame and guilt and a lack of worth and with the attire of wealth, beauty, strength, status, and even popularity. Modern social media just feeds into this false worth by the number of likes one gets and how many hits they get on their TikTok video. But all of these coverings simply mask the problem, which is that our relationship with God, the source of our worth, has been lost. The Bible talks about this fallen nature as being separated from God and even at war with Him. C.S. Lewis once said that fallen man is not simply an imperfect creature who needs improvement. He is a rebel who must lay down his arms. And so the Apostle Paul wrote in Romans chapter 3, verses 10 to 12, As it is written, none is righteous, no, not one. No one understands. No one seeks for God. All have turned aside together. They have become worthless. No one does good, not even one. So. How do we get a restored relationship with God and thus restore our self-worth? Well, the shorter, shorter answer is that we can't and we don't. <laughs> I know that sounds surprising, but we're not without hope. Hang on. You see, in our fallen position, it's impossible for us to approach a holy God. And that's why in his great love for us, God sent a mediator in the form of his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, who came to live a perfect life and to die for our sins so that we might be reconciled back to him. First Timothy chapter two, verses five and six says, for, is, for there is one God and there is one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus who gave himself as a ransom for all, which is the testimony given at the proper time. And by repenting of our sin and believing in Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we can be reconciled back to God and regain the image of God and our self-worth. And as believers in Christ, we have worth. Because all humans are made in the image of God, and as therefore, therefore we are valuable because God loves us and He has regenerated those who have put their trust in Christ. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 4 to 7 says, But God, being rich in mercy, because of the great love which He has loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us still alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved and raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places. But we're also worthy because Jesus died for us and has appeased God's wrath towards us. Romans 5, 8, but God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And in so doing, God transfers us into His kingdom, because our becomes our friend. We get the righteousness of God. We're given an eternal inheritance, co-heirs with Christ. Wow. You see, the true basis for our self-worth isn't found in things of this world, but in a right relationship with God through faith in Jesus Christ, and because of Christ. We are of infinite worth to God. And unlike the ever-fluctuating self-esteem of this world, our worth never goes and never can change because it's rooted in the love of God. I hope you found your sense of self-esteem in Christ because if you haven't, you'll never truly gain self-worth. But your trust in Christ is where you'll find a worth that will never fail and never change. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time.